does that make you feel? Because that man. Are we recording? Okay, perfect. Um, that that fella is running for president in 2020. His name is legally legally his name is the sexy vegan, and he was recently on Dr. Phil. I have a couple of things. Number one, <laughs> I feel like my butt is puckered, <laughs> debatably entirely shut. <laughs> like, like there's there is nothing. There's I no, told like, you I was gonna break the podcast. There's no no like peach emoji no longer applies. Like my entire ass is just gone because it ran away out of sheer terror. Um, that's only one of his hits. He has more. I mean that's um, that's for another time, but he does have more. I also just want to say that you know what? I'm not sure he would be doing a worse job than our current that is a fair assessment you know like he's just asking people to eat ass he's not putting children (laughs) in cages that's true that's true and he is saving animals right eat ass not animals right right um so he submitted his statement of candidacy and it was rejected so he sent this note (laughs) and it says i mailed this form in before and it was not filed I assume because of the legal name Sexy Vegan was doubted. And a person in your office who received it thought it was a joke, but it is no joke. I have attached a pic of my legal ID. Plus, if you Google my name, you will see my legal name change was a topic on the Dr. Phil show. And so I just want you to um, there's a there's a really great video we can post in the show notes of him on the Dr. Phil show. But I mostly just want you to see a photograph of our friend. That's what I was literally <laughs> just going to look up. <laughs> um, he prefers to wear. Um, Do you have speedos, a good photo? Yeah. And um, this is him. Those are real tattoos. Can I see closer? Yeah. That's him. I believe his his actual name was Hans and he had it changed to sexy vegan. Sexy vegan messiah, I believe, is what he well, prefers. And in case you forget, it's tattooed across his forehead. Right. And really, it's really well done. Correct. Amazing yeah. lettering. And if you yeah. see, um, he's got yeah. one on his forearm. I, that picture is just a headshot, but he's got one on his forehar- forearm. I believe he has one on his chest. That's, that's... Um, yeah. And so, you know, I mostly just wanted to bring this to your attention because vegans just get such a bad rep. And I wanted to give you this really prime example of a stand-up guy. Vote Sexy Vegan 2020. <laughs> That's right. That is exactly right. That is um, what right. Is, is he, no, what party is he other than the butt party? I think, I don't know. Like, I does think he maybe have an party? independent. I don't, I don't know. Wouldn't you laugh if he was like, I'm um, a Republican and I'm the sexy vegan. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, and I guess he's been arrested like 15 times for violence and stuff and uh, has spent like thousands upon thousands of dollars in legal fees. Hmm. Uh, the The article on the Dr. Phil website about the episode um, states that he's been arrested 15 times and that his mom has spent over $100,000 of her late husband's inheritance bailing him out of jail. Oh. Yeah. Um, he's 35. So he could hang because he's within my age range. Um, Did you tell your boyfriend? Uh, he's the one who told me about the sexy vegan. Oh, I get it. It's because <laughs> of all the butt. Now, nah, okay, okay, okay. I see where he this goes, is going. He goes down these like 
holes where he just well, I would be careful going around <laughs> holes in the sexy vegan no I'm saying he, he like loves YouTube loves crazy videos on YouTube and found this on like a watch Dr. Phil shut down this YouTube star type yeah. t- was the headline yeah. and he was like oh you have to see this he was like I got your pop culture this week <laughs> and showed me this morning and I just could not wait to show you oh my favorite thing um, that he says is that he's like a Lamborghini and you wouldn't put a cover over a Lamborghini. So why should he wear clothes? So here's the thing. <laughs> I actually have to tell you about my my just my travesty today. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's literally hell outside. It's very hot. And um, I was not wearing pants today. Uh-huh. And much again, like a Lamborghini, I was not wearing pants. And I had to go to the doctor and I realized that I had to go to the doctor, put on pants. Get in two minutes after getting to the doctor, take pants right back off. Yep. Put pants back on, come back. I would have probably taken pants back off, yep. even if you were coming over. I'm just hey, too lazy. Shit. Um, but it was just really, it really pissed me off. I yeah. wish I too was like the sexy vegan and I just, just did not put the pants on to begin with. Yeah. Well, maybe you can take a number from, uh, for, or a page. You take a page from his book. That's what you do. I wish I could take a number. <laughs> Get in line for the sexy vegan. Yep. Sexy vegan messiah. Jesus. Yeah. I highly recommend. Is Jesus a messiah? Is that how that works? He, I think. What? Was he? I don't know. The messiah? I don't know. I think so. He, well, I mean, he was not real. Well, he, he was, was a real, real man. Right. But right. he was not. But he wasn't. He wasn't a messiah. Or was he? Or What's was the definition he? of messiah? I don't know. Like we the message ask, bringer? We could ask the sexy vegan, I suppose. I don't know. I, I have this feeling messiah is like message bringer. Maybe not. It's also the post office. The post office <laughs> messiah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the promised deliverer of the Jewish Jewish nation prophet. Oh, my God. What's happening to my words? Prophesized in the Hebrew Bible. That's the definition of messiah. The leader or savior of a particular group or oh. cause. Oh, yeah. So Jesus would be a messiah. Right. Okay. Yes. And so is the sexy vegan. Yes. Um, yes. So anyway... <laughs> just wanted to kick this off right you know really contribute something to this yeah that's a stellar podcast that was really a hole in one yeah but a actually good a hole in two a two in hole <laughs> what i don't know he talked about poop a lot and a hole <laughs> oh and like <laughs> yeah yeah welcome friends to the v-spot podcast a butt podcast. Oh, yeah. Didn't we once before say that this was a butt podcast? <laughs> okay. If we did, two times makes it true. Two times. Two. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> absolutely. It makes it true. Butt stuff. 2018. Yeah. Oh, gosh. But also, well, anyway. We talk about veganism. Yeah. Sexy veganism. Um, I'm Peanut Deborah. <laughs> I don't have a good one, so I'm still just cat. That's enough. You're enough. I for am. Me, just You're like right. That. I am enough. Yep. I just was practicing my plosives. Kathleen, if you're nasty. <laughs> the, the sexy the vegan sexy calls vegan you Kathleen. Has taken me over. Oh, God, are you going to start speaking in tongues now? <laughs> am I? <laughs> like the lizard people. Like the lizard people. Do you want to know what I learned today? Tell me. When you tell someone to hold your horses, you're telling them to be stable because a stable holds your horses. 
Oh. Whoa. Because <laughs> if, if I'm like, calm down, hold your horses, I'm telling you to like stabilize, be stable. Oh, I did, I did not know that. Yeah. That's interesting. Where did you learn that? BuzzFeed. Interesting. Yeah. I, my mind was blown. That's way more useful in life than what I contributed. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It was an article about people who didn't realize, like, quote unquote, obvious things or seemingly obvious things until they were today years old. Like, like Reddit? Yes, Reddit. <laughs> or like in in the name Staples, the L is a little is part it? of a staple. Yeah, that I actually yep. did know. See, many people did not until mm. today. Mm. What else did it teach you? What else was there? I don't know. That was the only one that stuck with me was the horses, really. I was because like, Because you were like, oh. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Mind blown. Yeah. I like stuff like that. That's it. Like I, it was BuzzFeed that taught me about how there's an arrow next to the gas symbol on your car telling you which side your tank is on. Oh yeah, I did not know. that. I knew that. Okay, I didn't like. I had no idea. I remember learning that and being completely yes. blown away, and just forgot until yes. just now. Yes. Yeah. It was, I, that was a while ago that they put that up on a thing, but BuzzFeed taught me that. Man. Yep. So what else? Uh, I mean, you know how sometimes um, uh, in previous podcasting, there have been times where you leave your ringer on and we're like, Danny, turn your ringer off. Mm -hmm. But maybe you should leave it on because that would be an indication that Andy has something to say. And so we're not just like speaking in response to his texts and no one knows what's going on. Oh, maybe. You know. Or maybe it's part of the charm. Maybe. I definitely find it charming as I'm listening back. Let's see. Wait, I have this up. Um, let's see what else I got. The crusty crab is a crab trap. For those of you who are SpongeBob fans. Uh, um, let's see. The division symbol is just a blank fraction with dots replacing the numerator and denominator. I didn't think of that what yes yeah. i failed math oh yeah i got a 65 <laughs> on that b3 regions oh, yeah. i was one of those called it a wrap yeah. yeah yep um let's see fez from seven that 70s show is named that for a reason for an exchange student <laughs> i didn't know that <laughs> didn't know that nope nope the show's first episode is called a pilot because it's the first time it's on air yeah that didn't i didn't know, know that Oreidas, oregano in Idaho. I knew that from that's where the potatoes are from. Uh, that's uh, yeah, and the hold your horses. There you go. Well, you heard it here, folks. Yeah, there we go. We're here to educate. That's what we are doing. Yeah, and tell you about depressing things. Do you have anything else to to talk about before we just launch uh, into the main? I don't think I do. I uh, no, right. No, I don't think so. I mean, little things I was looking at. Montreal's banning horse-drawn carriages by 2020, which I thought was nice. really cool because it's just trash. And it was just that was the only thing that really stuck out on my normal routes. Yeah. And that, um, oh, actually, well, I'm so intrigued by this. Um, have you heard of New Wave Foods? I they do seafood. So. Um, it's coming to U.S. restaurants in oh, New York word. City, New Jersey, Connecticut. Philly and Long Island. I think I have heard of them. Plant-based shrimp will be available in raw form or crispy breaded for variety. Oh, wow. I want to try it, but also I don't because I didn't like shrimp to begin with. Yeah, so. I didn't either. I had um, 
from um, Red Bamboo in the city, I got like a, a fried shrimp thing once and I couldn't eat it because it was too similar to shrimp. Yeah. yeah. And it was like fishy and it like snapped. It looked like mm. shrimp. Mm. Yeah. It mm. was like too much. I couldn't eat it. But some people will be really, really into that. Yeah. Um, Because they have, I think seafood's a big hang up for people sometimes. Yeah. So. Yep. That I have some wedding menu. Oh, I was like, what is being that? planned? Um, this is my crazy notes on the pre-done wedding menu, and then I have a Google Doc in color coded. You are too much. Words. That's right. Anyways, that's too it. I can't tell. Much. I can't talk about that fully. Right. Yeah, for all of the people I invite to my wedding, I might. I could invite fans. Well, yeah. We should invite Kiki. <gasps> That'd be cool. That She's would our, be cool. Yeah. Then I would also ask that she like make cater something. It yeah. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Certain friends don't get to come to things for free. They owe us. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Do you ever invite someone somewhere because you know that they're like a good cook and they'll bring things? Speaking of, how's <laughs> how's Cafe Maureen? Oh, Cafe Maureen thought it was funny that you wanted her to cater your bridal shower, but she didn't say no. She, okay, that's she good. Just said LOL. Yeah. So. I mean, she can laugh and bake at the same time, yeah. right? So. Yeah. I had some more of Cafe Maureen's cake today. It was really good. It was good. so good. Yeah. The strawberries were key. Yep. It was very delicious. Excellente. If she could make me like a um, couple of menu options for that, okay. that would be great. Yeah, we can do like a tasting. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I'll talk to her. Oh, look. There goes my new cat. Oh, yeah. New kitty cat. Hi, Bubby. That's the thing I did. Oh, I had a baby. Hi, baby. He, Come give me you know, a I can't even say that my baby has a tail because he doesn't. I know. He's got a little nubster. He has a nub. He's a manx. So he's the little man. Well, he's not actually fits as the little man. He's the little wiggles for me. He's so nice. His name is asparagus. Yeah. And that's it. Buying a house. See, he's such a cat. <laughs> fits right in. Immediately knows to sit directly on the laptop. And then I have to hold it so he doesn't tip it over. So speaking of animals, though, I'll post pictures because I, I finally got some good ones of him. So nice. Let's talk. Let's uh, let's let's talk whales. Let's. How did you feel about the documentary? Was, we watched Blackfish. Sorry, guys. Take our V cards away. We only just watched uh, yeah, it in the past five, day. Five years later. Yeah. The hullabaloo has worn down and we finally joined the party. Um, I was a little underwhelmed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, to be honest, I knew about, I, I knew all about that woman who was killed at SeaWorld. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but I didn't know that's what Blackfish was about. I thought it was about cruelty at SeaWorld, like, more generally. Me I didn't too. know that it was so much about the whale that killed her and about her death. That's, that was what I noticed, too, is... I mean, they did a good job, and I thought what I really liked is that all these people were like, um, keeping these whales is wrong. Like, I didn't know it was wrong, yeah. but now I know it is. Like, I thought that was great, but it was a lot more focused on the ha the, the deaths yeah. that were there, and even, and that weird place in, with, um, was it? Sea-land? The first place that Tilly Not the lived? Canadian one, the one that was like in, I don't want to, it wasn't Puerto Rico, but it was um like a little island country. Where oh. that um, the guy's wife was talking. Oh, uh, it was yeah, like a younger yeah. guy. 
but it was definitely focused on the like the whales killing yeah people and not yeah. it didn't it didn't like villainize them I, I didn't make them seem like they were like which is good bad whales yeah. like oh it's you know yeah they i thought they made it pretty clear that that was happening because of what was happening to them being in captivity but what i thought was interesting um and I guess so I guess I'm curious how I would have felt if I had watched it in 2013 when it came out versus now five years after I know everything I know about SeaWorld and like mm. everything that happened after the fact, because I kind of felt like they didn't talk enough about SeaWorld and they mm-hmm. didn't talk enough about what goes on at SeaWorld versus what I've heard like in other articles right. and stuff like that. I thought they talked a lot about what happened to Tilly before he came to SeaWorld. Mm-hmm. So it, it to me, it was more just about like captivity in general. And obviously SeaWorld is the biggest, you know, v- you know, m- the most responsible for that currently in terms of aquariums or, you know, uh, marine entertainment or, or what have you. Um, but I thought it was interesting that they focused so much on what happened to Tilly before. And obviously mm-hmm. that's important, but... I don't know. It, to me, it distracted from what was going on at SeaWorld. Mm-hmm. I did think that they were pretty clear about kind of indicating that SeaWorld is is covering some shit up and that they're being I liked sketchy that. AF. It reminded me of the shady garlic. The shady garlic businessman. Yes. yes. Because that one trainer was like, why did I not know about these deaths? And it was was it dawn had happened only a few months before yeah. she started and she didn't know about that yeah yeah there was um i did i did a whole bunch of googling after watching it because that's what happens when i watch a documentary and there was like a lot of stuff about um the sketchiness in the way SeaWorld talks about their conservation efforts versus how much money they're actually spending on conservation mm. like the it's it, it there's a lot of like so what sketchiness Ooh. abound what okay hold on i'm gonna do we want i because I, I have a question so do we want to finish talking about the film as a whole and then we go like down the just in general uh i guess maybe we can like bounce around yeah i feel like we inevitably will bounce around no matter what we decide <laughs> we don't have our shit together no that's right so but maybe we can just like kind of finish like airing our feelings about the documentary and then just kind of go from there okay i I liked it. I like. I, I did liked like it. A it. Lot. Um, it just depressed me. It just. I, yeah. I just it made me felt... feel really sad for those whales. Yes. Yes. When they talked about the one part where they talked about the um, the um, uh, Katina who had her baby taken away and, and she, she was sat like, in the corner screaming, screaming. That like made me so upset. That was when I texted you last night and was like, "This is very upsetting." Yes. <laughs> um, that really upsetted me upsetted me that upsetted it did me upset upsetted you yeah <laughs> so much so that you forgot how I to forgot speak. how to speak english i'm starting to speak in tongues um i liked that they didn't villainize the um the orcas at all i did ugh, this is like i'm gonna be a little blunt i guess i feel bad that those people passed away it's, they very almost all of them were young yeah. Um, and they didn't they only focused on a couple of people that either yeah. got hurt or like incidents. They had a whole list. Yeah. Um, but I don't feel bad for the reason that it is like 810 percent avoidable. Yeah. You d- this isn't cancer. Well, what? this isn't a disease. This right. isn't getting hit by a car. Right. This is you put a person into an enclosed space with a wild the, animal. So many thousand pound wild animal. But what <laughs> I actually really liked about the way that they handled that mm-hmm. sentiment 
was that I felt that they did a pretty good job of not putting that on the trainers, though, no. and making it very clear that, like, SeaWorld knew that this whale had a history. Yes. And they didn't tell anyone. Yes. And they had been advised to maybe not... I don't not know. Do maybe that. don't do live shows with these whales, and they did it anyway. Yes. So I, it wasn't the trainers at all. Right. It was the, it was the corporation. corporation, right? Um, Which I, I, I guess we can get there in a minute. But I, I found an article um, mm-hmm. with the CEO discussing his feelings about SeaWorld not breeding orcas anymore, and he's kind of horrible. Like the way that he speaks about it. You, I mean, it's it's a five hundred three C, so it is a for profit. It's not a not for profit. Right. So all they care about is their bottom line. Right. Right. In fact, I also read that it wasn't until like thirty years after SeaWorld opened in nineteen sixty whatever that they actually started doing any kind of conservation. It was a entertainment only for like 15 years when they then started doing education and then 15 years later started doing conservation work. That's so I mean, yeah, they only care about their bottom line because that's why they got Tilly. Right. Because he was while he was going to end up doing shows. Ultimately, they wanted him for his sperm. They wanted him. And that's right. It was funny when they were like literally like every whale in SeaWorlds right now came from his genetic pool. Like it's kind of scary. That's scary. I didn't even know that they quote unquote did conservation. So just like I need to know right now. Like if there's anything else in the documentary, we can bounce back so, to it. Yeah. But. So I looked it up and obviously SeaWorld has like a whole bunch of shit on their website about their conservation efforts and, you know, their stances on this, that and the other thing. And it's it is kind of vague, though. It's not like how we talked about with the San Diego Zoo where they like actually outline what they've done and like progress and stuff like that. It was a little bit vague. And even articles I found that were like pro or anti SeaWorld didn't really go into much detail about what exactly they do for conservation. I just found more in the way of how much money is put towards conservation and things like that, which is almost none. Mm-hmm. But I didn't find a lot about what they like actually claim to do. I know they talk a lot about like rescuing. They claim to rescue a lot of animals from the wild. Well, where do they go? I guess they go into captivity, but they also there there's also a lot of statements where people from SeaWorld are asked about specifically the orcas and some of the other animals too about like putting them into what would be their version of a sanctuary. It would be right. like, you know, uh, open ocean if you will, mm-hmm. and SeaWorld it won't do it. They're like, "No, like that would be horrible for them." I yeah I'm I'm on the website right now. It is like the definition of vague. Yeah, it's very. It vague. says we're gonna protect protect marine life. Um, you know, blah blah blah. Here's the rescued num rescue number of animals, but it doesn't say like how what or, or how what or, or where did they yeah. go? Did they re-release them? Because they, they do not from? they do not have twenty thousand birds sitting in Sea World right now. So right. like so like where. Where from? Where? How do? What? Why did they need rescuing? Like I, yeah, that that information was not readily available. It's yeah, yikes. But I did find, um, yeah, this article. And granted, it's from One Green Planet, which is a you know an animal or a vegan esque website. But they talk about. Um, 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 this is uh, that in 50 years, SeaWorld claims to have rescued over 25,000 animals in need. Um, and the SeaWorld and Bush Gardens Conservation Fund um, is the fund that does the quote unquote conservation and all of the donations and stuff. Mm. Um, but from because they're a 503C too, you can readily find their tax returns, I guess. Um, and so they were able to like go in and really find the entertainment. Um, but it says 
Um, SeaWorld averages a total revenue of $1.4 billion every year. The SeaWorld Bush Gardens Conservation Fund totals at $900,000 on average, which is 0.0006% of their annual revenue. So 0.0006% of their annual revenue goes to this conservation fund. Hmm. Yeah. And it says that, um, where is it? Blackstone Entertainment it is the largest single shareholder at SeaWorld, and they've donated 22% of their total fund, an entertainment organization. Hmm. I've never been to a SeaWorld. I have, um, but like, oh God, 18 years ago, something like that. I think. I'm pretty sure my parents took me there as a kid, but that might have been the San Diego Zoo because I'm just remembering pictures. But I'm pretty sure we went to SeaWorld when we went to California in um, when I was like 16. I don't really remember like anything about it, except for like I have a vague memory of an, seeing an orca show. But I don't know if I'm making that up. I've no, I've never been to SeaWorld. I've seen like at amusement parks and stuff when yeah. they have like the random dolphin shows or sea lion shows. And things like that. I've seen that. Yeah. I've actually only ever been to one aquarium before. Really? In my life. Really? Yeah. The Boston? No. What? The New England Aquarium? No. Can't can't tell what you're saying. Mystic Aquarium? I don't know. What state is it in? I, <laughs> a state of disarray right now. <laughs> Why don't you just say something and then... The Baltimore Aquarium. Ah. Yeah. Actually, with... um. With Andy over there, we went. That was the uh, that was the very very first and only time I've ever been to a full aquarium. Hmm. And I've been I, to many an aquarium. I you know I remember, and this was only a few years ago, so I was definitely old enough to like acknowledge, but I hadn't been enlightened yet. Right. I guess, um, you know, because I just I just never thought that they're in a tank do you know yeah, what i'm saying like I do compared to even bigger like when they were talking about the orcas and they're like you know they're in these tiny little and some of them i found that super disturbing the tiny little cages they yeah. kept them in while they were like preparing tanks yeah. and stuff and like compared to a literal ocean i know <laughs> like I know. all the space you could possibly want taken down and that's i like that in the in blackfish that they pointed out like you know, maybe these animals are getting aggressive and hurting each other and other people because they can't just swim away. Right. right. They can't. <laughs> I go literally away. looked and I, I know my jaw hit because I was like, duh. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, how would you like it if we kept you in a closet with three other people and then. Who were like bullying you. Yeah. Who are bullying you and you can't. You literally have no safe space. Yeah. So. Yeah. That was interesting. What um what aquariums have you been to? Um, I've been to the New England Aquarium, which is in Boston. I've been to the Mystic Aquarium. Um, I know I've been to more, but those are like the two big ones that stand out to me. Um, And I did just like a really quick preliminary Google. I did not look up the Mystic Aquarium, but the New England Aquarium is a 501c3. It is a non-for-profit. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I, I went. Like I think. I think I went there on a field trip when I was in middle school, but I definitely went there with Jordan a few years back for my birthday. But it was like January, so it was kind of odd to be at an aquarium in January. But mm. I do remember seeing like penguins, um, and a, they have like an insane display 
I do remember it being pretty spectacular. And then we went to the Mystic Aquarium once, too. I know I've been to more than that, though. I can't find... I don't see it in Baltimore. I couldn't... It tells... But see, like, this is a big difference, too, between, like, SeaWorld and even just this, is if you go to our story, oh, it's a nonprofit. Sorry. It's a nonprofit national aquarium. Opened in 1981. So, I mean, right there. And then it has, like, probably three pages, you know, two, three pages, if you scroll down, of all this different, like, the history of it, um, what they're what they're doing. Mystic is also a nonprofit. The one thing I remember seeing about the Boston Aquarium was they talked a lot about like doing ocean conservation um, and even Mm. like um, talking about climate change and stuff like that. That's what I'm seeing here. Yeah. Climate change and resiliency. Yep. Our focus. Climate literacy, climate impacts. Like, all of these different habitat restoration, ocean and human health, urban conservation and diversity, like, all of these different reduced plastic pollution. So it seems like the National Aquarium in Baltimore is, you know, on the up and up, similar to how we were talking about San Diego. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, um, I'm definitely not, like, 100% saying, like, go to aquariums and go to zoos i think but i do think it's important to know like who you're giving your money to should you decide to do that like at least go to the more reputable you know what i mean don't go to SeaWorld. go to the the love of god aquarium because like that's the thing go to the boston aquarium go to the national aquarium go to these places that at the very least seem educational yeah because and i could be wrong because i've never been to SeaWorld, but it does not appear as though there's any like real education going on there even if they do conservation effort quote unquote you go in and you get splashed by an orca you know like you that's like the big thing is and i i like i was i was really disgusted to be honest watching that in blackfish when people were like oh he splashed and got me wet yeah i was like and i remember actually we did see a show at the national aquarium they did some show um I, i think it was dolphins um but like you know and we've all I was not born not going to aquariums, right. whatever. Um, but it was just, it's a fine line. The people at SeaWorld literally only go yeah. for that it's sheer... It's an amusement park. It's an amusement park. It's an amusement park. Whereas these other aquariums, debatably, are not. Like, they yeah. had so much education in the um, in the National Aquarium. Yeah, I mean, you. Put, I feel like SeaWorld is in the same category as Disney, as Universal Studios, as, like, theme parks. It's an amusement right. park. Whereas the San Diego Zoo, the Boston Aquarium, like, those are a whole other set of establishments you mm-hmm. know or at least in my head i categorize them very differently, differently. but SeaWorld, i do put in with disney with obviously bush gardens with right. you know the whole the whole more theme park roller coastery type atmosphere mm-hmm. um yeah yeah they're more like a museum the good the good aquariums they're more like museums but yeah i think it even said that the boston aquarium is is an accredited museum like, it's actually considered a museum. Yeah. Aquatic treasures. Um, what was I thinking? And, you know, on that note, when I was watching, I thought of this, I think, yesterday in the car, the day before, um, when I was in the car and then watching the people at the SeaWorld or whatever um, in the documentary, 
I think that also would be part of my problem going to Animal Kingdom. Mm. Would not even just be the animals. It would be the people around me. Yeah, that's what was a struggle for me. Because, like, even if I see, you know, let's say an amazing mother and father with little Johnny and Susie. Mm -hmm. And they're like, look at the giraffe. We protect giraffes. That's going to be like one group in how many that are going to be going around. And yes, I know I'm going to be surrounded by some of the finest in Disney. America's (laughs) finest. Yeah. Um, But it's just how looking, I'm going to have to listen to other people look at these animals. And even if I don't listen to it, I know. I, I know that people are not going and just enjoying the ride or right. listening to the guide. A lot of people are going because they're like, ah, ha, ha, right. look at the giraffes and right. not really caring about right. the good part, the conservation right. that um, Animal Kingdom might be doing. They're going right. because they can see some giraffes. Well, there's that guy in the documentary who talked about having kids and how he mm-hmm. was like, you know, I of course I want my kids to have these experiences, but I do not want to teach my kids that this is how we treat animals. We put right. them behind a cage in a very small tank or whatever. Right. I thought that was kind of amazing because you don't, I feel like people don't want to admit that, you know, they want their kids to have like the best experience and let's go to the zoo, let's go to the aquarium, let's go to SeaWorld, let's go wherever. But they're not, to your point, really thinking about what are you teaching your child that well, it's okay to, to do this to, to our fellow beings? I think, and I could be crazy wrong, but I vaguely remember seeing on the internet somewhere that, like, George Washington didn't know that dinosaurs existed because they hadn't, like, discovered full, yeah, yeah. like, dinosaur yeah, archaeological yeah. sites. Oh, wow. And, like... Yeah, I guess that would be true, right? Exactly. That's so how many, how many, like, great brains have lived amazing lives and didn't know that dinosaurs existed, right? That's wild. They were fine. That is so deep. And they, <laughs> right. But, like, also, so can't we raise really amazing children and they never have seen a whale? Right. Or a dolphin? Right. Or anything like that? Or even a tiger? Like, if other people existed not knowing these things, not seeing these things, like, I mean, again, did George Washington go over and look at some tigers and giraffes and say, cool, these are great animals? No. Yeah. Yeah. Google says that that's true. George Washington did not know. See? That's wild. So why can't, just because we have. So many people didn't know because science didn't prove the existence of dinosaurs until 1841. There you go. There you go. So how many amazing people, you know, really smart people, really charismatic, really creative. Right. Went through their entire lives not knowing dinosaurs existed. And like our children have the capability to know that dinosaurs existed, to know that whales exist, the giant squid. All these things exist. Doesn't mean they have to see them. Right. Right. Andy wants to play devil's advocate and he wants to know how do you build a connection to a species that you need to save? Like, if you don't get to, like, ride on an elephant's back, <laughs> how else do you build a connection and want to save that elephant? Proper education. What if you can't ever pet a cat? Oh, what a life. What if you're allergic to cats and you can't ever <laughs> pet a cat? You don't want to see that cat get hit by a car, do you? No. What did Andy say? He says that I'm being extreme. (laughs) But that is an extreme example of Andy's question, but it's still an example. 
species you need to say because we murdered I haven't, I haven't had connections with like most species but i still recognize that they need to be saved. i was just gonna say like uh, i mean because that's i remember i went to um one of the protests with nicole um at the tu center right for the circus i was there with kelsey and that's the, almost exactly what some guy said to us he was like how you know how are we going to teach our children that these animals deserve to be saved and to keep wanting to do conservation if they don't get to see them in the circus, if they don't get to see them, you know, all these places. And we all were like, what? Because <laughs> to us, that's a dumb question, right? But that guy was so serious. He was like, how else am I supposed to teach my kids that these animals are important? You know, and I think that that, your face right now, I think that that unfortunately <laughs> is... The thought process that the majority of the population has. That's why people go to the zoo, right? That's why people go to the aquarium. That's why people go to SeaWorld. It's why they go to Animal Kingdom. It's why they go literally all of these places because in their heads, how else do we build this connection with these animals and teach our children that it's important to save animals? It's so backwards, but that's the thought process, right? And I, I like, I get that. But also it's kind of like one, one or two events i can't even talk about what i'm gonna say because i see andy's face what did he say you didn't say anything you're just looking at her with a shit-eating grin he on your said face? isn't the real problem in quotes teach that animals are important in quotes and then he sent the spectacle emoji <laughs> um so here's here's the thing he's so proud of himself that's, i can see it that's why i'm like i can't even form a thought because i'm watching his face and i know his different faces and that was the i can't wait to see until look at her, look at her wait it yeah but what I was going to say is, OK, so you have one bad thing that happens. Let's say we had zoos or circuses. When does it become archaic? Right. Or when can we say we've learned our lesson? We recognize that this is not right. Right. You know, well, giraffes shouldn't be yeah. in captivity. Elephants shouldn't be like elephants are gone from the zoo now. From right. Circuses. From from circuses, rather from circuses. So. Right. We recognize that that was bad. So do we have to keep living this over and over and over and over in order to teach your children that they're. Well, I think that that's exactly what is happening, though, slowly but surely. Like, I think it'll be, you know, I don't think zoos or aquariums are going anywhere, but I think SeaWorld is in danger. In fact, um, the article that I was referring to before Mm -hmm. where the CEO was like losing his mind and kind of being you know, a little aggressive about the fact that they're not breeding anymore. He essentially said that that decision came from public demand. He said that it was either a world where SeaWorld doesn't breed or a world without SeaWorld. That's what they were looking at, that they either mm-hmm. had to stop doing this or they were going to lose so much money because people were so outraged. Um, so they don't breed. They stopped breeding in 2016. But. But he, what he keeps saying, though, because they won't put the current orcas in sanctuary, he right. keeps saying essentially that that doesn't matter because the current orcas they have will probably live another 40 years. Right. He's well, like, whatever. Well, well. Well, they won't, but in his head. That's the thing. Um, orcas have a similar lifespan to that of a human being. Yeah, 100 Learned years that. or more. Yeah. Um, that's wild. But what I thought was super interesting in the doc was that these people were like, oh, yeah, they only live like, 30 mid 30s mid 30s and they kept saying it and again not those workers because those were like employees right right those were like low level people it's 
it started from the top and they trickled it down. Right. Um, so Mr. CEO that's like, oh, they're going to live another 40 years. Like, probably not. Right. And then are they, is there a ban on them capturing another whale? That I don't know. Because that was fucking sick how they like went on the boats and quarantined them and then separated the babies because they wanted the babies that's so horrible i loved how that um the captain of that boat was like this is fucked up he was like crying this like old curmudgeon looking guy was like this is not okay this is not okay but right which was it's just an interesting duality those bills yeah um, yeah, th- this just popped into my head. You know what I kept thinking um, while I was watching the documentary? And I can't believe I didn't think of it before because I, I remember when um, when the worker at SeaWorld was killed. The, the, what happened to her is exactly the story that you told about the orca drowning the other orca. Yes. So, I mean, that's obviously like you could I, I'd also be very curious about like th- that behavior. Right. Because that's obviously something mm-hmm. they know to do to breed and to like. Mm-hmm. To um, survival of the fittest or what have right. you. So what did what did Tilly think was going on? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. was it aggression and he truly wanted to hurt her, or did he think something else was going on because he's a fucking orca and that's a behavior that has been seen in the wild in a very different context? You know, and it's it, I liked how they explained how like he probably didn't hear his one whistle cue mm-hmm. and he didn't get the food and like that's you're training a wild animal right so if you're training someone you know and you have a clicker and they don't hear the clicker that's gone like that's why you can't train wild animals like that right because if he was tame then he would have been like i don't care whatever i'm just gonna keep yeah going around um and then he probably took over his you know yeah whale instincts because i mean love orcas but they're dicks said this when i talked about the hunting before they are like they are awful um, they're yeah, but, wonderful, but they're awful. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, there's no, there are zero reports of an orca ever hurting anyone in the wild. Like, they talked about how they're, like, super social and, like, yeah. really friendly and all of that, aside from when they're in captivity. Right. Um, they, because they have the family units, and they said, I couldn't find, I tried do little research, not a ton, um, that they actually have a different like growth part of the brain. Yeah. I thought that was super interesting. That was and that really was an emotion, yeah. right? That was an emotion based part of the brain. Yeah, it was something to do with social interaction, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. And I thought that was super interesting. So we're talking very, very intelligent, emotional animals that are also prone to being assholes. Right. So like when again, like with that behavior, even with the guy, I can't remember his name, John, maybe? Maybe. The one or Ken. Very, very a easy man names um the guy who got dragged down but survived and the guy, he was um he was a diver so he knew to keep like breathing and that how to was, breathe that gave me so much anxiety that freaked me <laughs> the fuck i mean i would be dead that gave me so much anxiety he i have i could i, had I don't know how he did that watching that but like the whale it was interesting because um in order to really understand you have to like see it but he the whale like took him down and then would like come back up with him and like kind of let him go and he would start petting the whale and breathing and the whale would grab his other foot and take him back down so crazy it was like really really crazy um but again those behaviors of like i don't know what did the whale think was happening right was the whale fighting for his life suddenly was he like just again freaking out like the bat that was in my house the other day 
like, you know, there was a wide open door, a, a literal escape route, a giant escape route compared to this tiny little bat. And he was just flying around like a psychopath because he was scared. How so, did like, you get in? I, I think the chimney. Oh, God. Um, and my uh, freeloading cats didn't do anything about it. Not that they should, but they should. <laughs> Natural. Natural order That's sometimes, it. folks. Um, but it's it was crazy. And the same thing, I think, for the whale. Like, maybe yeah. that whale all of a sudden freaked out and got in a mood. And he was like, I want out of here. And the only guy keeping him in there was the guy who was in a tank with him. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Also crazy to ever think, like, I'm going to go ride a whale. You know, like, most people at that young age are like, I'm going to go work in the mall. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, it, it, and, but I guess I get it, though, right? Because, like, how alluring is that? Like, how oh, yeah. fucking cool is it to do those tricks with a killer whale? You, you get to be on TV. You, and... you probably think that you're invincible, right? You're sure. doing these, like, crazy things. The whale is so trained. You'll be fine. Nothing will ever happen. But, like, that's the, like, the worst case of if something did happen, like, it's a wrap. Because you can't. It is a wrap. You, and that's what I thought was interesting, too, is that they showed, you know, they talked to a couple of guests, but even they showed the videos of the other trainers. Like, you, what are they going to do? Hop in and push the whale away? You know, you can't do that. It's if something happens, if, you know, Tilly or anyone else decides that they're going to act out, you're kind of done. There's yeah. not much to be done about it right and which is why i think it's like that's what kind of frustrated me is it's an entirely avoidable situation yeah yeah don't i get the allure of it and i i get why you know especially back then people were like this is gonna be cool who doesn't want that kind of like fame too? young people like i get yeah. to perform i get to do cool tricks i get to meet animals sure. you know but then there's people like us that like I, I want to do that shit, too, but I fucking I, know better. <laughs> well, here's a good example, though, right? We love pigs. We yeah. know how pigs behave. Oh, We've yeah. We've bonded with pigs, but I don't know about you. I go in with the pigs in an animal sanctuary, and I'm still scared. Oh, yeah. Because if that pig decides to act out, he or she can take your leg off. Yeah, no in a problem. Second. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> at the very first indication that somebody might be feeling a little nibbly, I'm like, all right, everybody, out. Mm -hmm. We're going. We're not. We're not chance in this we gotta go nope you respect everyone's yeah. space and that's it's just funny how like night and day how different it is because they were like we're gonna ride these whales and yeah. like who Every cares day, how they're no feeling what. Yeah. yeah oh we didn't have a good show last time let's put on a better show i know i wonder what it was like the day after her death like did they do that show again the next day did somebody else do it probably you know what i mean like what um what, was what is the fucking protocol there um they said that at one part, too. They were like, you can be replaced. There's literally other trainers standing around you. So if something, like, starts to happen and you don't just get back in, like, if it's not worst case scenario, but right. let's say the whale knocks you off or starts kind of hitting you around a little bit, if you don't get back in, right. someone else around you will. Right. You, you are replaceable, which I think is kind of really sick. Like, right. go back into this dangerous situation or, you know, person over there, Joe will. Right. Joe's got you. Joe doesn't care. Joe's going to hop right on up. Joe wants to be the star. Yeah. It was really sad. I feel bad for the whale. I know. Because they're fucking big, too. Talk about so a goddamn big, big animal. Did you ever see Free Willy? No. Really? You've never seen Free Willy? 
turn this shit off. <laughs> we gotta go. We had a movie to watch. I died. You've really never seen Free Willy? Not that I, I may have when I was younger, but not nothing. Oh my if God. I did, I can't remember it at all. What are you doing with your life? Literally nothing. Free Willy. I actually anywhere. liked Free Willy 2 a little bit better, I'm going to be honest with you. But we have This to isn't w- like a Ghostbusters versus Ghostbusters 2, right? Because my friend likes Ghostbusters 2 better, and that's a trash opinion. Well, I mean, I think that Ghostbusters and Free Willy are two different caliber of film. <laughs> and I don't know that there are many of us out there arguing for Free Willy 2 versus Free Willy. <laughs> but I would imagine I that your are. friend is probably not alone in her Ghostbusters actually, 2 argument. I actually think she is alone. <laughs> it's Bridget, by the way, so you can ask her yourself. Okay. Yeah, no, well, I think she is alone. Um, I personally enjoyed Free Willy 2 more, but maybe I'm also alone in that. I don't know. I'll let you be the judge when I force you into watching them both because I don't know what you were doing as a kid. But you clearly weren't right, watching the right shit. I was watching Zoobly Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Free Willy came out like you were definitely the right age to be watching that, though. That was like 95, maybe? Sabrina the Teenage Witch. What else well, yeah, was I doing? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever see the movie Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Yes. Okay, good. See, I've got something going Oh, 93. And Free Willy 2 came out in 95. Oh, there's a Free Willy 3? The fuck? Click. <laughs> We gotta go. Does it have the people who matter? Oh my god, it does. Have I seen this? Well, the good news is there's a child at home that you can force to watch all these I things too. I don't know if I've seen Free Willy 3. Shit just got real, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. But either way, you are going to watch Free Willy 2 and Free Willy 1. In that order? Or Maybe. go on first? I don't know. We'll see. I cannot believe that you've never seen I'm Sorry, Free Willy. I demand that you correct this immediately. Okay. But anywho. I um, I also, I, can I just say, though, that I feel conflicted because I also would want to cuddle an orca because I think they're so cute. They're, they're huge. so But cute. they're so cute because they're just like, um, like they pandas. They're so happy. You know how, like, with pandas, I always yeah. think that their spots are their eyes, even though they're not. Yeah. Same thing with whales. I always think their spots yeah. are their big eyes. They're not. I used to be obsessed with orcas because of Free Willy. They're so nice. They're not nice. They're babies. They're smart. They're That's so what's smart. important. So they're not like cats. No. <laughs> Looks at cats. Oh, anything else about the documentary or SeaWorld or aquariums in general? No. Oh, I... I did like. I had one friend I remember distinctly from the National Aquarium was um, a sea turtle who's missing a flipper. Oh, a very old sea turtle. Oh, I mean, because yeah. they tend to get so very old, old given yeah. their druthers. Um, but I mean, that was just really like that's a good example of someone who needs to be in a safe right, space. Right, right, and that's I guess you know the same point. Um. I think I mentioned when we talked about zoos is that like, yeah, now these animals do have to stay in captivity because you either bred them into captivity so they've never known anything else or they've been there for so long that like they can't really go back now. They wouldn't survive. So that, you know, so what's the plan? You know, how are we going to correct correct this long term? You know, right. I don't know. But I also think we can. And you know what? No, no, no. No mm-hmm. need for aquariums. They have that interactive one down in the city now. I know. So. That's cool. I mean, there you go. Yeah. There's your answer. If you need 
Yeah. How are you going to appreciate and want to save animals if you never, ever see one? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. They have things like, and I've heard that that's amazing. I've never been, but I've yeah. heard that it's really, really good. Yeah. You know, it's hard, um, I think, for a lot of people to, because like, what if you can't, what if you don't live anywhere near that, though? You know what I mean? And you like want to take your kids somewhere. You know, I was talking to Lauren about it at work the other day, and she was saying how like she doesn't want to support things like that. Obviously, she doesn't want to go to aquariums. She doesn't want to go to zoos. But at the same time, like she doesn't want to feel like she's depriving her kid of an experience. Not necessarily that she's not giving her kid exposure to these animals, right. but that she's depriving her kid of um you know, uh, of going to the zoo with his friends or going, you know, here. What if the school goes on a field trip? Like, there's certain situations that you don't want to be, like, the parent who says no when everybody else is doing it. So it's this, like, really gray area, I that's, think. I mean, I personally don't have children yet, so that's that's going to be something I tackle yeah. then because then there's, you know, the counterpoint to that is what if you're in a vegan household yeah. and you're trying to raise this kid who has this understanding of animals in, you know, that vegan mindset? And you're like, well, I don't want to deprive them. Let them go to a zoo. And then they go to a zoo and they're like, I want to see the tigers all the time. And then yeah. they like, how do you unswitch that? I know. Because well, kids can sometimes get like hooked on things yeah. too. And then you don't want to traumatize your child by then saying like, no, no, right. they're bad. You right. know, I don't know. I feel like there's like an, an uh, a difference in age range. Like I feel like when kids are young enough, it's I think kind of okay to be like, yeah, little Jimmy, go on the field trip. It's whatever. But then when your kids get to a certain age and you're more able to explain why that might not be the best choice, I feel like in a lot of cases, if you're raising a vegan child, they might say, mom, I don't want to go on that field trip. Right. I don't feel good about that. You know what right. I mean? So I don't know. That's tough. It is tough. That's going to be a tough thing. It's tough too because what happens – if so little Jimmy is going on a field trip to the Syracuse Zoo next week and they want mom to volunteer as a chaperone. No. You know what I mean? I, absolutely not. I mean, you could you could maybe move me. Again, don't have children yet, so who am I to say? You could m make me an argument that I would listen to yeah. about letting little Jimmy go to little Jimmy, little Wesley. My child's going to be named <laughs> Wesley. Little Wesley to the zoo fine mama ain't going to the zoo though like that is like i don't give a flying fuck if i'm on what board or uh-uh i think we'll talk to you in five years and you'll be whistling a different tune when little wesley is in existence little <laughs> no little wesley i might get to go but there's no way i would go little wesley can go with someone else's parents then yeah i guess or the teachers who get paid to do that yeah i guess <laughs> It's. It would be, for me, it would be, if your argument is that you would like your child to experience things with his friends and experience, like, things with his classmates and maybe experience animals, then I would say, yes, that's a good reason. Let them go. But then, do I need to go? Yeah. Do I need to go with little Wesley? You know, it's. it would, for me, I'd be like, oh, well, you know, I'm giving the money to the zoo anyways. Right. Let little Wesley go, but... Why would I be going? Right. I trust my kid at school. Right. Well, well, they're public schools, so. <laughs> That's as long fair. as little Wesley doesn't get shot first, then he can go to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. It's it's a whole thing. It's things that I've thought about. But yeah. I don't know. I guess if I wouldn't go to one now, especially 
like the Syracuse Zoo. Right. Right. Maybe that's a bad example, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I can't even take, I can't even go with Wesley and like be like, okay, let's look at the, you know, the dolphins or or whatever. Let's look at the tigers and learn about them because like they're just crap. At the San Diego Zoo, you could be like, let's make this educational. Right. Right. Also, the internet as an answer to how we can learn about animals. Yeah. What? Videos? 3D videos? Virtual reality. Virtual reality? Just another option. I mean, I know all about dinosaurs from Jurassic World. Yeah. Fallen Kingdom. We yeah. should go see that. I depressed Andy. Look at him. Look how sad he is now. I'll go see it with you. Oh, we still are going to the movies Friday, right? Yeah. Good. That's it. Heck yeah. Now you know our plans. I didn't wear pants today. <laughs> well, I did. Eventually. I have pants on right now. I have shorts on. Let's talk about what we're wearing. I'm wearing all black because that's my life. I um, am wearing the shirt that I slept in last night. Hey, that's fine. I'll yeah. have this on tomorrow morning because I, too, will sleep in this shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Who do we have to impress? Nah, nobody. My cat. Well, that's not true. The sexy vegan. Fuck. <sighs> I hope the sexy vegan listens to this podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. We should interview him. You really have to watch, like, the Dr. Phil episode, because it just... Apparently, when I Googled Sexy Vegan, um, <laughs> there's an apology video. Yeah, that one is good, is the good one to watch, because it also recaps his first appearance, so you get the best of both worlds. Oh, good. Yeah. That, okay. Yeah, the one that I texted to you and Andy is a good one to watch. Okay. Yeah. So that's all I got. You yeah. got anything else for me? Final thoughts, comments, concerns? Final thoughts. Doesn't Dr. Phil do final thoughts? Oh, no, Jerry Springer does Jerry Springer final does thoughts. final thoughts, yeah. I bet the sexy Get vegan your daytime talk shows would together. do well on Jerry Springer as well. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Messiah, Messiah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you eaten anything good lately? Oh, my God. We both went to Emac and Bolio's, it sounds. We did. Um, I have tasted the ice cream that you got, the chocolate pudding, right? Mm-hmm. And that's Andy's favorite. It's a fucking good thing ever. It's a coconut-based one, yeah? Yes. Very good. It's so good. I'm like, how you do? Um, And let's see. I went to Jim's Tasty Freeze and got that sandwich. Oh, yeah? The other day. That was really tasty. Um, and I have something. What else have you? I don't think much. Um, Emac and Bolio's. Um, I made the Beyond sausages for my dad and didn't tell him that they weren't real meat, except he did know. As soon as he took a bite, he was like, what is this? He did know? (laughs) Yeah. Really? Yeah. He was like, it's really good, but like texturally, it's not the same. So he knew. But mm. I'm curious because we had like a hard time getting the grill fired up and they were definitely not as good as the last time that we made them. So I don't know. Maybe it was like human error, but he liked them. Obviously, Cafe Maureen made a really good cake. I've really eaten a lot of like special vegany things lately. No, I I don't think I have either. Oh, I checked out. Um, I forgot to mention this when I mentioned the rolled ice cream, um, but I checked out Core Life. In Clifton Park. What's that? Um, it's like a bowl place. You can get, they're not plant-based 100%. Yeah. Um, but they have like pre-made grain bowls, green bowls, and then like oh. broth bowls. Oh, wow. Um, but they have a ton of vegan options. You can, they have 
clearly labeled already done vegan ones so you can make your own but i got the one with like the those like the mushroom tofu broth one. Oh, nice but it's really it's really tasty and it's hmm. a pretty good deal wow i like bowls there's that place in clifton park um it's i think it's all vegetarian the antipastos place antipastos i haven't tried that place i got a pizza there once with mike it was okay they put way too much I assume Daya cheese nope. on it, so it was a little heavy. Mm. Um, but that's the only thing I ever tried from there. So I'd be curious about, like, they have pasta dishes and stuff like that, too. And other stuff. Yeah. It's all vegetarian, but obviously you can make a lot of the stuff vegan. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, La Fiesta. Have you been to La Fiesta? And, no. and they have a whole vegetarian and then vegan section. I will post a picture on the Instagram of my ridiculous... I ordered a burrito the other night after amusement parking, which leads one to a great amount of hunger but look at the size of that thing what the fuck holy moly huge it's like a week's worth of food right there i ate like three quarters of it jeez proud it was good yeah um, i don't think i have anything else i will tell you about this cool thing though that we discovered um that i will be eating i ate some some of it today tell me um have you heard of fox creek farm no it is so pulling up to the co-op that's my pulling into the co-op noise uh-huh um, there was a stand out in the parking lot and I was like, what's that? So we went in, got our Wayfair because that's basically, I have a stock in Wayfair. Oh, right. Yep. Um, go out there and I was like, Hey, what's going on? And the guy was like, it's a CSA. And I was like, what the fuck is the-? So I like smiled and I was like, oh, that's cool. Do you know what CSA stands for? No. Um, community supported agriculture. Oh, okay. I had no idea. So when he was like CSA, I was like, Cool. Great. Um, he gave me um, a an example medium-sized bag so that I could try the stuff. And he was like, you know, if you like it, we can set you up with a um, with like a share. You can sign up for it. And I was like, cool, I'll go look at how it works. But here is a picture of what a medium-sized bag is. <laughs> Holy moly. It's it's spinach. So I got spinach. Bib lettuce. Is that why you told me you had lettuce for days? Radishes, yes. Arugula, a mix, and a squash. Shit. Um, that, so I thought it was really cool. And you can get, um, it's weekly deliveries. And you go pick it up. And it is $325 for that medium-sized portion for um, 20 weeks. Oh, wow. So it breaks down to like $16, round up to $17 yeah. a week. That is way more than $17 worth. That wow. head of lettuce was like this. And that's like 5 or $6 alone wow. at Whole Foods. Um, and it's all done by these two people, his husband and wife, who've been doing it for 14 years. Shit. Um, so you buy a share in it. And then you can go to the farm and visit. They have a free for members. Pick your own of tomatoes, flowers, and herbs. Oh, wow. At the farm, they do events. Um, and it's really cool. You can buy a bushel for $47 for the winter, too. Like a bushel of wow. like potatoes, carrots, and like root stuff. That's cool. Um, but it's really, really cool. I was just like astounded at how neat it was, and just I don't know. I got to meet the guy. <laughs> He's like, I'm the farmer, and I was like, Oh, hello, farmer. How are yeah. you? <laughs> um, but it was just really cool to meet the people who are doing this. Um, it's like a co-op thing, hmm. but for that is cool. Stuff. So we're going to do that. Yeah, you pick flowers. Who doesn't want to do that? Yeah, right. Also, they are not shady garlic businessmen. Um, but they have a whole entire page on garlic. They like do their own. Yeah, they've been doing their own breed of garlic or whatever. So I thought about trying to grow garlic when we planted all of our seeds, but I didn't. And 
Oh, well. Uh, I think you can plant it in the fall and harvest it. Can you? Yeah. Yep. Mm. Think about it. Yeah. But yeah. So that's the coolest thing yeah. I've seen lately. And then I'm, you know, I'll have some more stuff to talk about soon. Yeah. When when Mike called me before, he showed me on the FaceTime that our pumpkins are starting to sprout, which is very exciting. That's nice. Corn sprouting, which I'm most excited about. I want to have corn stalks. Like, give them to me. And obviously, we have, like, so many beans, but, like, beans are so easy. And then cucumbers, tomatoes. I forget what else. Lettuce. I forget what else we're growing. whole bunch of shit. A whole bunch of shit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And, you know, you look at that. I bought... Some Wishbone has a lot of vegan-friendly um, dressings. Isn't that what we had last yeah. time? I bought more today. Their Russian dressing yeah. is vegan. Um, they have a whole bunch. I got, like, a red wine vinaigrette. Buck 49 at Hannaford. Wow. Nice. So it's just, again, it's it's funny when people say that being vegan is so expensive. You can see Beyond Sausages, that's fucking expensive, yeah. right? It's $8 yeah. for a thing of it. I'm not going to make a habit out of that mm, one. No. But you eat, you know, you grow your own veggies or you find. um, It really is like the substitutes that are so expensive because we go through, I think I was telling you, we go through tempeh and the sweet earth bacon like fucking crazy Mm because Mike loves it. And so I'll buy it because he loves it. And that stuff is expensive. But if you're just doing like veggies and salads and like grains and beans and stuff like that, it's really not expensive. If you literally, if you want to take lettuce with you, we have so much fucking shit. Like, okay, now Andy said no lettuce for you. Um, <laughs> but hey, it's, uh, we have so much I stuff. You a sandwich. Oh, yeah. That you ate. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it was a good sandwich, too. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's funny because you see it more so it's easier in the summer. It is yeah. when you have all these stuff, but stock up. Yeah. I saw Mike sent me a couple recipes that I definitely want to try. Maybe we can try some in on future podcast nights. Um, he sent me this one. It's just like an avocado, cucumber, tomato salad, like super easy, but it looks really good. And then this one he sent me, I really want to try. It's a Caprese stuffed avocado. Ooh. Yeah. I'll just show you like that picture. Obviously, we'd use like Miyoko's or a different yeah, mozzarella, but, but doesn't that look so good? So good, Andrew. Right, and that's like oh, too. I went to um, Great Escape the other day, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't. I had some fries. They were a couple of things I probably could have eaten, but I just opt not opted not to because right. they didn't want to spend a billion dollars. But again, I brought um, bagel, hummus, cucumbers, simple um, like veggies. It's just, it's funny how sometimes that's a satisfying thing. Like, when you suggested I made that salad again. Yeah, I just was, like, craving it. Sometimes it's I just... so good. I I laughed um, at work today because my lunch, I was like, oh, this is so vegan. I felt like you. I just, like, literally ate, like, an entire pepper. I just, like, <laughs> yep. cut up maybe a pepper and a half and just ate a pepper right. for lunch today with watermelon. And you're fun because like, like so pleased. Your options are unlimited, but you're like, you know what? This is fucking I just delicious. Want, I just want this pepper. I don't care how vegan yeah. it is. I do that all the time. Yeah. Sometimes. I texted Casey oh. and I was like, you know, I regret not bringing more pepper. Yeah. <laughs> it was very good. Yeah. My new obsession now, I feel like, is going to be Andy got fancy with our tacos and made avocado crema. Ooh, and that is fancy. It was good. I put it in a wrap today with tempeh bacon and mm. lettuce, and it was delicious. But again, simple. Sour cream, avocado, jalapenos, lime, yeah, salt, pepper. Fucking delicious. 
Yeah. Simple things are good. Yeah. I, can't, I wish I don't really like tempeh, I have to tell you. And I wish really? that I did because it's cheaper than the sweet earth bacon. But I prefer <sighs> that. I don't love tempeh. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. I can eat it. I like its little like greeny like because the texture of it. Oh, I love it. So good. I also do feel like though every time I cook it, my whole house smells like bacon. But that's it. Um, but I'm prob what I'm probably going to, um, before I immediately go to bed, maybe I'll take a five minute pre bed snack and have some very not healthy ice cream because I can do that. Mm. I'm an adult. I have. So delicious and not a moo. No. Yes. That sounds good. Yeah. My favorites. Um, also gotta keep an eyeball out for Whole Foods is doing their own vegan ice cream now. I saw that. You have to keep an eye out. Yes. My eyes are out. Cool. Well, put them back in and get the fuck out. Okay, bye. Okay. I don't oh. have a thing. Shit. You do. It's right there. It's past your cold bay. Um are you going to drink that coffee? It's late. Yeah, I will. Ugh. Sorry. Yeah, I will. Children. <laughs> um, so coffee doesn't keep me up. I'm we haven't here. gotten a review lately. No. You know what I'd like a review of? Because I, I just listened to this episode. I want f- some fucking accolades for the time that we clicked at the same time. Because I don't know if you listened to it, but we did click at the same yeah. time. <laughs> Nobody gives us props for the things that we do. Do you not understand that you're training us? We need to be rewarded. Otherwise, we're going to drag you underwater and, like, I don't know, bite your leg off or something. That's right. So you better reward us. That's right. Um, But, yeah, rate, review, and subscribe. But especially rate and review. Yeah. Also subscribe, but rate and review. Yeah. Um, Tell us how you don't want to subscribe anymore because we hate butterflies. I do. Um, I'm afraid of them. Also, had the realization, and you already heard this from me, butterflies in your stomach, if you're nervous, that's a fucking... Ter- Who thought of that? <laughs> like, Who we will, we'll thought of that? We'll look it up and report back. I don't want to look it up. I don't want to know. Because it just, like, feels like fluttering. Oh, I'm going to throw <laughs> up. No. Um, but anyways, and then go... We have so much to do. We have to watch the Mothman prophecies, and we have to watch Free Willy. We got a lot. <laughs> Maybe we'll just do an entire pop culture episode. That's not a bad idea. Didn't we talk about doing that? Probably. That's not a bad idea. We do a lot of talking. We should watch Free Willy, in all seriousness. I bet there's so much shit in there, both because it's from 1993 mm-hmm. and because obviously it's animal related. Let's do it. Okay. Perfect. Hold us to it. it email us. Yeah. If you haven't seen us do that in like a few months or something, email us and ask us why the fuck we never watched yeah, Free Willy and talked about um, it. Yeah, I love some suggestions for topics too, because like, yeah, I don't know what else to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we're done. This is the full run of it. This is our last episode. Do you really want to be responsible for that? Yeah, it's your fault. <laughs> you, there. Um, uh, and then go to the vSpot.fm. Go to our Instagram. Yeah, follow us on the Instagram. Follow us on the Facebook. Twitter. Tweet at Andy. Yeah, tweet at Andy because that's the only way you'll get to hear Andy is through the tweeters. The tweeters. Um, and then go to Soundbite and yeah. listen to. Oh, there's new there's new podcasts. Oh, out on Soundbite. So go listen to them. Support our friends. 
and have a good time. And then go listen to the song. Um, baby shark. Baby shark. Oh, boy. Don't do that. Baby shark. But do. I actually want to just do like a quick shout out to any of our listeners who also listen to the Bearded Vegans or don't. They just, uh, their next episode is going to be about Anthony Bourdain. So oh, nice. I don't know what their stance is because I haven't listened to it yet, but go give them a listen because they're awesome and they're going to talk about it too. And so. then tell them that you liked us better. <laughs> and hopefully eventually maybe we'll get to chat with them at least. Paul, hey. Yeah. And until then, Mama Shark. No. I'm leaving. But click. Butt click? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should outro. Butt clicks? No, the, our, our new hit song. I believe his other hit is... Um, oh, crap. No, that's not the name of it. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> um, different Strokes for Different Folks. That's his other hit. We'll save that for next time. Until next time. Damn it. Eh. That was close. One more time? Okay. Oh, no. Fuck. No. Whatever.